When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw. I would be Bradshaw and that would be the WWE Hall of Famer, Oklahoma's favorite son, Mr. Gerald Briscoe, and this is Best of the Best, where we go through the most iconic, the greatest wrestling matches in history and moments in history. This is certainly one of the most iconic. It may not be the greatest. Andre the Giant versus the Bayonne Bleeder, Chuck Webner. Are you ready, Mr. Briscoe? I'm certainly ready, John, and you hit on something. You know, not all the boxer wrestler things turn out good, and this was the uh, the precursor, I think, to the Ali uh, 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 Inoki uh, uh, fiasco they had over in Tokyo. <laughs> That's right. And by the way, on this Shea, this has come from Shea Stadium, and it's setting it up, and, and this is not Andre's greatest performance, but you know, we, we both have met Chuck Webner and what a, what a fantastic person he is. And, and I mean, how can you get in the ring against Andre the Giant and have any, have any, have any, uh, have any luck against this guy? So we'll see. It's not the greatest, but you know what? Andre makes it work and you can see some of the, uh, some of the moves that Andre does possess, I, and I, as I was watching it the first time, I kind of questioned the first round. What are they actually doing here? What are they trying to set up? And as as the uh, it only goes three rounds, and as the bout uh, uh, continues, I can kind of see the story that they're telling to go into this last last set ring uh, round that they go into. So let's set it up, Josh. And let's roll. Let's roll it, Josh. You know, Chuck Webner, as so many people know, 450 pounds. Here is the 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 guy in the the light shirt there, you know who that is, John? I couldn't see it there, no. That's the famous Frank Vawa, you know, Andre's first. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, sir, Chuck He's a big boy, a big French Canadian man. He could break beer too. Speaking of drinking beer, we just had uh, the great Wade Boggs on our podcast. Stories that they, we kind of compared Wade's uh, accomplishments with beer with Andre, and Wade said, "Hey, no way I could keep up with him." Wade uh, had. They always talk about the stories of Wade Boggs, but seventy-three was the official t- total, the tally a cross-country flight because they, they looked on it from the record of how many beers they served him. 73 beers. Wow. Uh, and he's still batted three, almost 350 yeah. as a lifetime hitter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, as we can see here, you know, Andre got no gloves on John. And I, like I said, these, these are boxing matches. To me, they're always one-sided and always favor the boxer for some reason. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they, they set up the Andre uh, match with uh, Gorilla Monsoon with uh, – I'm sorry, not the, the Andre. The Ali match with Gorilla Monsoon. You know, Ali loved professional wrestling. Yeah, well, that's that's what he copied his gig off of, uh, the late, great, uh, uh, gorgeous George Sr. there. That's right. And he, he tells the story. Angelo Dundee tells the story that when he saw him in Vegas, that's where uh, gorgeous George gave him his whole uh, stick. Yep. Tell him you're the prettiest. Tell him you're the baddest. They told him, give me a robe. Give me a jacket. Give me those flashy jackets. And I, what, what I think is really, really cool here, watch how Andre is defending himself. I mean, you know, you got a big glove after Andre don't have it, so he just puts that giant forearm up there. Man, that's bigger than old sixteen ounce glove. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Webner can't get through those things. Webner gave me his Webner gave me his business card one time, and on the back of it was uh, a, and it's great because I, I'm a fan of his. And on the back of it was a picture of him knocking down Ali. Mm-hmm. Having that big guy have you in the corner like that, I, I've been lucky and been in the corner like that a few times with Andre. It's a helpless feeling, man. <laughs> Chuck Wagner has to be thinking, what have I, what have I done? Yeah. But, you know, it's a good strategy starting out. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. You have no idea. So these guys are just kind of parrying around and trying to figure each other out. I think the way yeah. they started it made a lot of sense. Yeah, I do too. And, and and like I said, you know, after I watched this thing one time and I, what the hell are they doing? I watched this first round. And then as I watched it through, then I watched it the second time. I could kind of put together the story, you know, as Andre will attack him in that third round, as we'll see soon. Now he, all the attacks that Webner's going on, on the rope. So he's automatically making himself a heel against Andre. Right. You know, Big Show boxed for a little while, and they thought he could have been a legitimate heavyweight. Uh, he had something happen. They had fallout with his trainer or manager or something, but he, he trained for nine, 12 months. I met one of his college basketball uh, teammates. I'll get into that. But right here, I kind of question now. You know, you know, John, that front face lock is vicious, and all Andre's got to do is kind of lift him up and start sliding that chest up over the top of him, kind of, kind of suck him in, and boom, he's down. Or you got that underhook on him, just fall back, as we'll see in this third round uh, coming up in a couple minutes here, what he does with it. But I think he's just setting it up there, and I kind of questioned it in the beginning until I saw the end of it. Yeah, he's setting up his final move because he knows what the finish is going to be. And I'm thinking, why the hell didn't Gorilla Monsoon teach him a little bit of stuff? Because Gorilla was a great NCAA wrestler, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Vince has to get in this Harley thing promotion. He probably has that damn thing in his garage somewhere. Well, you know, Vince was the promoter for the Evil Knievel uh, jump over Snake River. Absolutely. After his first bankruptcy, he told me. <laughs> That's right. I asked him one day, me and Michael Cole, and he said, I said, how was it, Vince? He goes, as we say, it's an artistic success. Yeah. <laughs> I said, so you lost your ass. He goes, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, he, didn't, he didn't tell me about the artistic. He just said, that was my first bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple of years later on our, on our uh, Raw or SmackDown, whatever I was calling, somebody had a segment that was terrible. And I said, well, that was an artistic success. <laughs> God damn it. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. He hates when stuff drove back at him, man. Yeah, he does. 
Webner, I mean, he's one round with this 400 pound beast, man. He's out there uh, dancing around. He's ready to go some more. Well, Webner was certainly a tough guy. You know, the, the Bayonne bleeder, they said he bled during the uh, the handshakes, the introduction. Introduction, yeah. <laughs> but he was, a, he was a tough, tough guy. You know, Ali was past his prime then, but he went 15 rounds with him. Yeah. I met him when he was a, a greeter at one of the casinos in Atlantic City. Just nice as he could be. I met him shortly after this. Uh, I was going up there, and he was he was kind of making the rounds. He was doing promotional spot for his boxing match with, with Ali. And, uh, right, right there, uh, Webner famously yelled, "Ouch!" Ouch! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, this giant just almost broke my neck. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I love that too. Okay, Andre, Andre gave him a potato there, right? Now, Josh, can you back it up here? I know I'm asking a lot. Just, just for, just right after Andre gives him that potato, and he says, "Yep, I know where you're going." Yeah. Right, right there. That's where the potato okay, is. Now, now watch Webner come across, and Andre's just kind of standing there, relaxed, or let's wait until it happens there. Boom! That was, that was look at Webner. He's like, okay, well, look at Webner. Now he goes over the referee and watch this little sneaky punch here, right, right in the damn bread basket, Andre. Andre Johnny spiked him. Oh, yeah. oh, I mean, he popped it right there, right, John? <laughs> Absolutely. And Andre knew right away. Tell. Andre knew right away, I better grab this bastard because yeah. he's mad. <laughs> you know, I always said, Jerry, that when uh, when he asked a guy, are you are you okay? You're really asking him, how mad are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm boss. I'm sorry, boss. <laughs> I think the Andre knows that uh, <laughs> he better be a little careful. Yeah, this, yeah. this no is a heavyweight potato. fighter. No potato. <laughs> you know, Andre. This is what's cool about this. Andre was moving. He's moving really well here. Andre. I mean, look at Andre's posture. He's not like he was. What six, seven years later, where he's all bent over and he's all right. real puffy. He's really got it, you know, and he was, Andre was solid. He might not look there, he's 400 pounds, but he's not all bent over his head up straight and, uh, you know, his shoulders are back. The guy, to me, Andre looks great in this, in this uh, film. Webner claiming a low blow. Low blow, yeah. It was a low blow, too. <laughs> it's such a bad match. I mean, there's so little you can do here. Yeah. You know, if Andre ever gets him on the ground, the match is over. Uh, well, he go. What's this? What's this? And uh, there ain't no way you can tell me that Webner's not pinned there. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly right. He's pinned in any country in the world, in any arena in the world. <laughs> yeah. And Webner had no idea that was coming. Uh -uh. That's some um, gorilla probably taught uh, Andre. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I was expecting a throw right there. I mean, if uh, when, when those guys hook over the top of those ropes, there's nothing nowhere you can go then. Okay, it's round three getting ready to come up, John. And uh, think back in the beginning where Andre is trying to get him off the off the ropes and all this stuff, and Wedmore was hanging on. Now Andre's able to get him off, and he's able to work a few more moves and get him down, get him position that, that he wants him in, that Andre has the advantage in. There was you an advertisement for a brand-new cassette player. 
Yeah, cassettes. A dual cassette player, man. <laughs> those were the top of the line when you could get those dual because you. Oh, that's right. Because you can record, record on one. You you record on one side. That's right. Webner's coming out pretty good shape here too, man. I mean, three rounds, John. As you know, these boxing matches aren't easy, especially Ooh. if you're not used to that kind of pounding there. That's right. Yeah. And Andre's laying on Wetmer a lot. Yeah. And a little bit of Andre's weight is a lot on a lot of it. <laughs> that was a nice flurry there by Webner. Start the third one out. He knows something's coming. I think Andre kind of get to get to uh, 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 feel of uh, enough of uh, Webner. <laughs> right. That was kind of a dud move there. <laughs> I always love when you have such a shoot match, you throw a working headbutt in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Chuck. And Webner don't have a clue how to take a bump over the top rope. Has no idea. There's no pads, nothing. It's a concrete floor. Had Nobody no even told him anything. No, no. And I, I you know, he could have broke his arm away. Now, what is, what is this guy from uh, Don King beating up uh, Webner there? Is this part of the boxing angle here? See these Don King guys? Yeah, I guess it, the, the I guess it's all part of the Wep, Webner's working part of it. <laughs> I sure isn't Howard, Howard Finkel doing all that air. <laughs> you know, kudos to Webner for taking this. Yeah, no. I mean, they obviously didn't tell him hardly anything. Yeah, did you see this manager guy try to punt on Andre? Looked like a damn mouse like hitting a hitting an elephant. Yeah. And, and look at Andre here. That that's a work because Andre never throws a punch. No, never. And it, it just lays on him. Andre yeah. might be too blowed up to throw a punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know we're doing this great trilogy. We'll see. We'll see. This wasn't Andre's. Best, but we're going to see coming down the line, perhaps the best match that Andre Dijon ever had. Over yeah, that's right. Anywhere in the world, but this one takes place in, in Japan. We won't tell them any more than this, but we're getting ready to come up with another one that'll show a little bit more of Andre's personality and, and what he was made of. Don't forget to like and subscribe uh, and all the stuff that you do on the YouTube channel and our podcast network. This is Stories of Briscoe and Bradshaw. Best of the best for Mr. Briscoe. I am Bradshaw. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.